we are doing what we do, sharing what we share, loving what we love, and I'm back. And I don't want y'all to think this is a game that I'm just doing this to be killing time. I'm actually lately it's been a, a plan and a process of learning how to just put things together and just let it all work itself out. And that's literally what I've been doing lately is just not holding a grudge on doing anything. If it's something that needs to be done, my main focus is to do it and let it all just kind of speak for itself. So here we are doing what we do back with another podcast, back with some more thoughts, back with quite a bit of input and just ready to take over the world. (laughs) Um, Truth be told, man, I've literally had like every any and everything possible that can that can come up happen that has wanted to happen literally has happened. And I've been beyond focused on doing my best to get through everything that has or has not come my way. And I'll be the first to admit that I'm not perfect with anything, but I'm human. So I'm learning and I'm in a a work in progress. Uh, So I'm not going to bore y'all with a whole lot of details. I want to say this is going to be a brief podcast, but I can't make any promises because I want to get every topic addressed that I feel is relevant. And I'm going to just go ahead and jump right into it. So I've been pretty much away from my podcast since the Colin Kaepernick story has happened. It's actually a good thing that I've been away as long as I have, because I've given the story time to kind of build itself and not be built by the media, if that makes sense. Um, so there are two sides that occurs. Typically, the media gets its hands on a story and they just run with it. But when they run with it, they use their they use the wrong feet. If that's a good analogy or a good way to describe it. Um, you can give your perspective, but you also have to kind of let it play itself out and see what the outcome is um, with this situation involving. Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers it's become a lot bigger than anyone realized but on the same token it's here so you don't really have like you have a choice not to face it but you also have to face it because it's being addressed and it's being pointed out Um, one of my friends commended me because um, I currently do a blog as most most of my friends know um, and I talked about the importance of hey you you don't want to sit here and like not act like this doesn't exist it needs to be addressed. It needs to be pointed out. It's here in your face. What are you going to do about it? Um, Shannon Sharp. And before I go any further, because I wanted to make sure I talked about this in my podcast, because I'm me and I don't care. Well, no, I'm sorry. I do care. Let me rephrase that. Um, I want people to understand that. Um, Stephen Ace is so coincidental that Skip Bayless got removed from ESPN and now on Fox Skip is doing pretty much a similar show to the show he was previously on just different characters and pretty much the same storyline um, to be kind of honest and direct I think um, Fox will get it right in the long haul and the only reason I say that or give them the props of saying that they'll get it right is because um, Shannon Sharp has proven so far that he's pretty diverse in his approach of talking about various topics and not, you know, being solely about football. So I'll give him that that accolade before I go any, you know, going to anything else. But um, I just want to give that brief spill before I continue. 
so the latest story or the biggest story recently is um, first today. Well, I'm sorry. Yesterday was week one of the ending of week one. And coincidentally enough, the San Francisco 49ers played the L.A. Rams, almost called them the, the um, St. Louis Rams, forgetting that they did move. But, um, yeah, they did play the Rams. And it was interesting because I've never in my life seen so much media crowded around one person based on one instance or one scenario. Um, so he was there. He made his choice of what he wanted to do. He didn't, I mean, he didn't stand. He took a knee out of respect because that was the option that was given as a more sufficient way of handling this whole crisis that's going on. And he's kind of going to likely be sticking to that. So one thing I want to say before I go any further is we are spending more time pointing fingers at what he's doing right. I mean, I'm sorry, what he's doing wrong instead of looking at it as he's chose to make a stand. Don't knock him for, for his choice on making a stand. Um, I think that's the biggest mistake or the biggest trend that I've seen as the fail in all of this. But it's not going to change the fact that he's made his choice. So respect his choice and respect his decision and don't be ignorant. Like the one thing I think that's made me more frustrated about this story is just if you ever want to see how or where a person stands on something, let social media tell you the racist remarks that people have left on <laughs> towards him have been crazy. Um, One thing that I think about is with, um, the first game, and I I don't have that as one of my topics, but I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Um, Brandon Marshall, who plays for the Denver Broncos, he's a defensive player. Not the wide receiver Brandon Marshall, but the Brandon Marshall, who's a defensive player, was scrutinized because he chose to um, take a knee during the National Anthem and the opening kickoff game. Now, he lost a bank endorsement due to him taking a knee, which a lot of people don't understand. I don't think it's all that big of a deal. But what made the story interesting, and I don't like I said, I don't have this listed as one of my notes, but it's I'm sharing it anyway. What makes it interesting is the mere fact that. There were hate, there was hate letters or hate mail being sent or tweet. I'm sorry. There were hate tweets sent, but they were sent to the wrong Brandon Marshall. News flash to all of you folks who want to have anger and hate towards someone for a decision that they make. If you're going to have hate and anger, have hate and anger towards the right person. Don't just go posting stuff all lottie da and willy nilly and not think of who's going to actually receive it. Because just like you check your social media every day, these people check their social media, if not every day, once a week, if not twice. So they know what's going on and they're not stupid. Like, don't, you know, don't disregard it or ignore the obvious. And that's I think that's the biggest point that I want to make in the whole Colin Kaepernick story. Um, now, based on him doing this, it was coincidental because a lot of players did form a unique form of unity, which I personally have no problem with, because I think if a person wants to make a decision as to how they handle dealing with the Pledge of Allegiance or the National Anthem or whatever the case you want to call it, then that's their personal choice and their personal preference. And I just don't think 
there's a universal way of what a person should or shouldn't be doing. Um, if a person like, and here's the scenario that I'm going to give, and I don't think I addressed this in my blog, but I'm going to make sure it's pointed out and I will do this. This is how I'm going to be using my, um, promotion of making things just kind of all streamlined together. But when you sit at home and you watch an NFL game or you watch any sporting event, do you stand up? Or is it better question? Do you take your head off and put your hand over your, your heart and all that stuff like they do at the game? No. Okay. So you don't get a pass and you shouldn't be judging those who make decisions to do what they prefer to do. And I think that's the part of it that's missed and ignored in this whole process that I'll never for the life of me understand um, is he's on live television. Like when I say I've never seen that many cameras in front of one person in my life, I think there was a cameraman. If he could have found a way to do it, he would have gotten under the um, under the flag to get a good shot of him being on one knee with um, Eric Reed beside him. Um, and for those who, again, know your Twitter folk, Twitter folks or people who are on Twitter, don't send tweets to Ed Reed, who's retired from the NFL. That's Eric Reed. He's a defensive player. Also, he plays for the 49ers. Know your players and don't post and be ignorant because it just makes you look stupid in the end. So I just want to get all of that out of the way before I continue with anything else regarding any games or any events that occurred. Um, big stories of big takeaways from week one. Um, Cam Newton got rocked <laughs> from every angle. Um, a lot of people feel like he should have got a lot of calls. They feel like it was possibility that he may have gotten a concussion. Um, he was able to play through. Um, but he seems to be, I think everything seems to be all right. But it just was, I think in game, it just was a lot all happening at one time. So as with anything, you got to take it as it is. Um, the big story or the big, the big standout for me that I'm really compelled to discuss is um RG3 did not have the best start of all starts this year. Uh so he's currently injured and they not they're not sure of when he's going to be coming back, but as it stands right now, he's on injured reserve and they kind of were, you know, they were looking for him to be the guy. But it's tough to be the guy when you're not 100% and you're playing pretty much on one wheel. Or you were just playing on wheels. Um, it's a bad comparison, but it's a legitimate assessment. We're going to see the same thing in the NFL with Derek. I mean, I'm sorry. We're going to see the same thing in the NBA when it comes to Derek Rose. Because Derek Rose's injury has not 100% healed as it should. But then it's even the factor of if it has healed, there's a risk, a huge risk of it being reaggravated. So that's just something that comes with that territory um so just something you want to think about or something to, to be looked at or observed over the next few weeks um rg3 is trying to play too because he wants to try and at least maintain some form of his contract that he did sign with um with washington I mean, i'm sorry with cleveland because there are some incentives that he could possibly miss out on because of all this going on so just something to think about, just some general information, just some things to kind of get the brain going when it comes to football and all of that jazz. So, 
I wanted to get those topics out of the way. I'm going to be a little pouty for a second because I will be the first to admit my first week in Fantasy League sucked. I'm I joined the league. Um we did the draft the night before opening kickoff. I was focused on getting um my guy um Cam. Of course, the person who chose in front of me picked him. And then the second pick I chose, which still regretting to this day, is Des Bryant. Should have got Antonio Brown, obviously from how he played against Washington yesterday. Um, so I'm literally eating plenty of crow for that one. Um, but with that being said, um, I picked Russell Wilson. There's not sure how he's going to be week two. If he, you know, what's the status going to be next week? And then oddly enough on the bench, I had Jameis Winston who had a breakout game. Yay. Good job, Mr. Winston. You put up 41 points that I didn't start. And then even worse, D'Angelo Williams had 29 points in the Washington game as well. So um, it was a lot of thinking and a lot of processing that was done. Um, I'm likely going to keep some of my guys. So, um, I, and I, it's a few people I started that I wish I didn't start. Like I started Antonio Gates. So I'm kind of giving you a little bit of sports. So if you aren't really big and knowing who's who, and you want to give some tips, Hey, comments, feedback, Brad Tate podcast at gmail.com always helps not complaining. Never going to turn in, turn down any assistance any day of the week. So I just wanted to at least address that before I continue. Uh, but I did have Gates coming off the, well, I had Gates starting, uh, the biggest, Simplest cho- cho- chosen. The simplest choice I had that did pretty well was um Steven Gostowski. Um that's the kicker for New England. He played pretty good. And I mean Russell Wilson had a solid performance. He scored he gave me twenty points, but everybody else I started just struggled. Like the only other person who, who was really in double figures that I started other than Gostowski was um LaShawn McCoy. So yeah. And then next week, of course, the person who picked Cam I'll be going against him next this coming Sunday. So I'm hoping I can get some trades or some movements done between now and then. All right. So with that being said, and I, because I missed it last week and I'm kind of beating, kicking myself in the face or beating myself up about missing it. But, um, I'm going to go ahead and, I'm going to look at the matches and I don't have any information. I'm going on raw choices. Now, disclaimer and honest assessment. Any game that the Panthers play in, there's a 95 to 98% chance I'm going to pick Carolina to win that game. Only reason why is because number one, that's my team. And number two, I mean, they're the best team. Now, honestly, I just, it's just me being me. I'm not going to even be tainted about that. Uh, so with that being said, um, Thursday night game, Jets-Bills. I'm going to pick the Bills. I don't know. The Jets just don't have it this year. I'm not. It's nothing as their coach. I think he, the coach is going to do a pretty good job, but it's the Bills. And I mean, I think McCoy's going to have a pretty good game. It's all going to come down to um, Fitzpatrick. So I'm not. I'm going to give my picks. I don't want to be too long winded with it because it's a lot of teams and a lot of choices. So I'm just going to give picks. Um, Saints against Giants. I'm going to go Saints. Cowboys Redskins believe it or not I'm going to take the Cowboys solely because it's um, the Cowboys I'm sorry let me go back and repeat what I said 
I will be giving picks. I won't be giving details because it's just for the benefit of the podcast. Um, Cowboys, Redskins, I'm going Cowboys. Dolphins, Patriots, no-brainer, Patriots. Uh, 49ers, Panthers, no offense, Kasha, if you're listening or if Lonnie's listening and you tell the message to her, I'm going Panthers. Uh, Titans, Lions, I'm going to shock you and say Titans. Chiefs, Texans, I'm going to have to pick the Chiefs. Ravens and Browns, shoe-in, Ravens. Bengals, Steelers, momentum and talent uh go Steelers Bucks Cardinals close game but I'm going to give it to the Cardinals Seahawks and Rams pinning on Russell Wilson's health I'm going to pick Seahawks uh let's see Falcons Raiders close battle but I'm going to shock everyone by saying Raiders uh Jags Chargers going to have to pick the Chargers Colts Broncos Colts they don't have Peyton anymore um for either team Packers and Vikings, Packers still no Bridgewater out for the season. And for the Monday night game, Eagles and Bears, I'm going to go Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm going to make sure I go back, listen to this podcast, and I'm going to tell and write out all my answers. And if anyone is listening and they have them written down, hey, share them away. That way it's not me trying to claim I just pick teams just to be picking people. So I want to go ahead and do that. And I have ever, I think I've done all my topics today. I kind of breezed through it a little bit this time, but I really am looking forward to where the football season is going to take us as well as what's in store for this um, process that I have going on. I've talked to a few people and mentioned a few things about what's coming up, but I kind of been keeping my, not showing my hand if that's a good way to put it. So I'll go ahead and end it here. If you all are not doing so already, be sure to follow my podcast at Bright Podcast. Um, if you want to follow just my regular social media, I am at Bright82. Um, Bright Podcast is on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. And as far as Bright82, it is also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, the whole nine. So, um, With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close it here. You all be good. Be a blessing. Stay positive. Do something worthwhile. And again, feedback and criticism will help me get this podcast to the next level. Until next time, y'all take it easy. I'm Audi. Peace.